It's Thursday, May 27th, and you are listening to Hanson Startup. Welcome back to the show. Okay, we're continuing with our new format to the show. This is a podcast solely about a startup event. So our first one, I think. Yeah, Bring this people, is good. Giving people what they Getting want. Getting back to our roots. Okay, so let's start, talk about this event. Um, it was in San Jose called Startup Weekend. Yep. Uh, just in, in some of the events we went to, people were like, oh, you got to go to Startup Weekend. Got to go to Startup Weekend. It's a place what where is, you can meet your founder. What is Startup Weekend, Jay? Startup Weekend is essentially two days, plus a little bit Friday night, where uh, marketers, designers, developers all gather together. A few people pitch ideas, mm-hmm. and then they form teams. See if they can form teams to start building that idea. They have two days to build a product. At the end of that two days... Uh, they show what they have. They demo it to a panel of uh, actually some investors, I believe, but yep. a panel of uh, well-known tech people within the community, and then they uh, see who has the best product, and the winner actually moved on to Web 2.0, which is later in the week, had a chance to Huge win plenty yeah. of money. Yeah, in a, in a great way, just to springboard, get lots of attention, um, and just overall, a great event. Yeah, it was definitely a nice event. So, let's kick it off. Initial, we went down because we were told to. Friday night, you start mingling with people. They had a little pizza hut pizza. Yeah. Yeah, food. Which almost made us puke. They give you, no, it was delicious. They, not the first night. Not the first night. <laughs> they, uh, they, they give you lots of food um, while you're there. They provide you with food. It's actually a relatively cheap conference, was it? It was 75 bucks. 75 bucks. Three um, days, basically. Yeah, which and is. It was held at the uh, eBay headquarters in San Jose. Yep. Specifically at PayPal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, yeah, basically you get there and right away people start, as you're mingling, people start getting their pitches ready and what, like 50, over 50 people? 50 people pitched an idea pitched up on stage idea. in front of So you of get hundreds. up on stage and you pitch an idea. I pitched an idea. Chapin, you want to give your pitch? Uh... So basically my idea was I'm sick and tired of listening to uh, network broadcasters you know, report or broadcast a basketball game that I'm listening to. That was, this was my example. I want a user-generated broadcasting network where I can listen to my friends who are doing real-time commentating on sporting events as it's going on. Does that make sense? Sure. I can listen That's to my friends game. in Boston. And how many people? The Celtics game versus the uh, uh, network broadcasters. This isn't just for sports. You could do it uh, for political political events, I think, rather than listening to somebody who sways to one side or the other. You mm-hmm. can find somebody online who's a little bit more up your alley. You do it for reality television shows. Mm-hmm. Do it for a little, I'd rather listen to, uh, you know, funny girls who are drinking at college talk about American Idol than the judges. I'd rather mm-hmm. hear what they have to say sometimes. Um, so that was my pitch. Huge standing ovation. Standing ovation at this thing. Minus the standing ovation. People seem so interested, though. Got off stage, and a couple PayPal guys said, that's a brilliant idea. I want to work for you. And mm-hmm. I said, oh, man, Nick, this is it. We're going to find some developers. How, how many people signed up for your your team? Zero. Hmm. Slap in the face. That's too bad. Anyway, so we did join another team. We uh, we had a great time. Um, but it, it, was, it was pretty... Pretty cool event. Yeah, and it's pretty intense, you know. I mean, uh, Nick, do you want to give your design standpoint? But, I mean, it literally was. You know, on our team we had coders, 
Mm-hmm. We had a little bit of design in you and a few other people. And then uh, I was kind of comprising the marketing business development team. Mm-hmm. AKA, so they, I can't do anything technical. I'll sit around for two straight pretend days. I'm good at marketing, which you did wonderfully, Jason. Um, no, but like it, it's cool because people do. There's people from many different backgrounds. And these people who pitch ideas, they are not, or at least they're not supposed to, they're not your company that you work for. I mean, yeah. most of the people there probably either worked for another company, had their own startup, um, but probably, I think most people actually just work for a company. Um, and so you're, you're pitching just kind of like new ideas. Like, yeah, they can be fun, they can be things, you know, you've always wanted to do or try, or just things that would make for a fun weekend. They don't have to be like legit companies with proper business models or anything no not at all i mean we kind of thought of this idea we we thought about it a while ago but during the day we thought oh we'll throw that out there see if it sticks it didn't it did not stick but i mean it's still cool um and then the other the funny thing is some people tried to pitch idea their own company and they basically got booed they got heckled <laughs> they got heckled, heckled by the crowd and the uh the mcs um but it is it's definitely uh no such a cool event i mean it's basically two days of uh, working hard to try and meet people who might be able to yeah so might at, be able to partner with yeah so MCs. since you're not doing i mean most of the people aren't they're not like financially uh committed to this idea you know like these are they're, since they're just fun ideas it takes the pressure off and you're able to to work with people, meet people. Yeah. So probably most of the people who you know who end up going forward. Um, I mean, I think a lot of these companies do launch, but a lot of people just meet people they like working with, and they use that to start another company yeah. or to join their already existing company. It's a great networking event because you actually get to work with people. Yeah, you get to see what see people how can they do work. in two days. And uh, yeah, like you said, one, there's no pressure because everybody's yeah, not no invested. Pressure, no and two, you only have two days, so it's very realistic as to what you can get accomplished. But it's also pretty amazing what you can get accomplished in two yeah. days. And that's the other, the other thing that I loved about it was just the, the amount of like innovation and great ideas and hard work going into these two days. Um, when... When well, you also know, I mean, you know that you're getting, for the most part, people who are genuinely interested in the startup, you know, community, yeah. people who are trying to get something going. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go spend two days of your time working all day, I mean, you have to be committed. And, yeah. Um, and then the other thing I, I really liked about it. It's the Pizza Hut pizza. That's right. Friday night and the Sunday pizza. afternoon. That's right. No, it was, it was, uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. You got me off track now. <laughs> what um, else did you like? Well, I was very surprised uh, because you know we were just we we're just saying these you know these these are kind of either spur the moment or fun ideas. But I was so surprised at the end of the weekend when everyone's pitching their ideas, there were so many good companies. Yeah, well, I think execution. It was kind of cool to see these cockamamie ideas. Where yeah, Nick and I looked at each other and was like, "That doesn't make." That's any right. Sense. Even on Friday night when people were pitching ideas, I was like, "Lame." Yeah, but lame. And then Sunday after or, or Sunday evening when I saw the idea kind of fleshed out a little, um, I was like, "Wow, this is like this is great." Yeah. Was there just, were there any that? Yeah, stood there were. Out in there your were. Mind? Let's just uh, let's take for example, um, someone made an app that uh, showed you where to park, a street parking mobile app. Yep. So basically, I don't forget the name of it, um, but so park your car, in park San Francisco, car, 
it basically a very simple idea. They just um, they tell you where to park your car. Well, and they use the street signs. They scrape all the information. They get all information about street from signs from the like public or yeah. from the motor vehicle department so website. So you can say, I mean, you obviously using location uh, on your phone, you can park your car. And then you can actually set an alarm to tell you that oh, Tuesday, ten to twelve. The street cleaning, car. yeah. But and this it, area over here, because I think they were all color coded, this area is fine to park until Friday. And when like when this person pitched the idea, I said to myself, "This is so lame. <laughs> like I can just look at the sign. Why would I need this?" And then when they pitched it on Sunday afternoon, I was like, "This is awesome!" Like yeah. the way it was done, they had uh, they have. Uh, green lines on a map, on a Google map, showing where I can park my car at any moment, and red lines when I can't. And then it syncs with the actual time on your phone, so I know what, you know, at that exact time of the day, I can look at the map and know where I can park. Yeah. Very simple, but extremely useful. Yeah. There's another cool one, and I'm probably going to butcher this because I don't remember it entirely, but there was like a jukebox one. Do you remember that? Yep. That was basically just... Uh, well, like if you're at a club or an event or something like that, you can select the song that will play yeah. uh, via your smartphone. It's basically like a jukebox network that uh, restaurants or bars can adapt yeah. so that you can select this. So anyone, if they're in that bar, can select it through their cell phone. Yeah, I mean, and, so and it's, purchase it. Actually, go ahead and purchase it as well. What, the song? Yeah, you can I mean, you make the song selection on your phone and pay the 25 cents or yeah. whatever on your phone. And then, yeah, you can actually, you can see what song's playing because it's all built in. Yeah. And then you can actually purchase the song, too. Yeah. And this is another thing that I thought, in theory, I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of like convoluted and lame. But like, how are they going to do that? But when I saw how they actually, you know, they, the system they had to do it, which made it very easy for... Um, restaurants to adopt it and then it made you know it, it because you're actually paying the five or 25 cents yeah i think it's based it, on credits too which makes a lot more sense it's you know it, it would be easy to to appease the and, and very appealing to like the record companies because oh absolutely it's obviously it's not profitable to get a song. And, and you could also see when your song is coming up because it's because yeah. people are actually inputting it and you have uh the information up on your phone, you could see that your song is five songs up. Yeah, and and actually, they actually built the software in two days. That they actually did a live demo, like it's pretty, pretty amazing. And just like the jukebox concept, I mean, it's like it's so stale in my mind that when I heard it, I was like, "That's stupid." Yeah. But I mean, that's why people love jukeboxes because you can pick the song at the place you are. Figure so in. now that we have all this crazy technology and mobile phones, why not be able to do that anywhere? Really cool. Very cool. Okay, let's let's talk about two more though. The winner. Let's talk about the winner. Okay. Which was Inglesi. It was basically just a, a website application that helps non-native uh, English speakers learn English. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yep. And it was kind of based around children, I believe. Mm -hmm. Was the idea behind it? And they came up with a number of games. Uh, pretty impressive in two days. Mm -hmm. Number of games that actually help children learn English. Which was very cool, and oh, I yeah. suppose that you could obviously bring that into, uh, you know, other languages as well. Yeah, and what I thought was cool is their like business model was that they sell analytics on the games people are playing. Yeah. So like the so they could like literally see how, um, 
kids, if their kid's playing a game to learn English, their parents could just look at all the stats and see that they're, like, improving. Yeah, see how they're doing. And uh, uh, it's, it's a cool idea. Their, I think their idea was kind of, um, it wasn't very structured. Like, like at the moment, I mean, they had, they had like, a, something running on a mobile phone, and then they had some games, some, like, ideas for games that were cool. I don't think they actually had a site, like, I mean, I, I didn't really understand how they, like, what their plan was for implementing it, but, like, no but the idea in general was, was really cool. I mean, learning in games, basically, we've been seeing a lot just with social location games that, like, even the mere concept of a game can get so many more people on board and yeah, involved. And so, like, you know, while this, things like Foursquare, they, they are very useful in terms of location, like, if you applied them to things like education, which are extremely practical, you could see some amazing, um, amazing things going on. Yeah. Like, just my, uh, my thought is that um, in a game like Farmville, where you're literally just doing repetitive, mundane things over and over mundane. and over. Okay, I made that Mundane? Mundane. Uh, tasks over and over and over again just for the you know the reward at the the virtual reward at the end of the game if people are willing to do that you're actually learning about food yeah if people are willing to like like dig a hole or something for like six hours to uh to earn like virtual cash yeah you better believe that you know you can get if you came up with a compelling game you could certainly get people to learn actual stuff i like it it's I like it a lot. very interesting so from a practical game to why don't we go to our game and tell people what we worked on that's right no mare war mare war which was <laughs> a uh, basically um was a mafia war style game only built on top of uh four square apis between uh mares of different venues yeah so if you're a four square mayor this is a game that you want to get involved with and uh, you can fight other mares. So it's basically it was a it's a game kind of to build a rivalry between uh, mares. Yeah. Um, so, but in the in the same form factor as something like Mafia Wars. Yeah. So that's the idea that we worked on it's for a, a while. It's a cool idea. It's, it's cool obviously idea. it's a hot. It's a you know Foursquare is a hot game. Mafia Wars is a hot game. It's yeah, I think Foursquare is uh, you know obviously a really cool thing to build off of. Um, hot, the game now we, we didn't actually get a working version of the game, but uh, I, I'd like to see something like that with more. The game we, we they envisioned didn't have really it didn't really have anything. <laughs> well, it didn't it didn't tie in the location or anything. It was yeah. just kind of like. It was kind of like an aesthetic game. But I do think in theory it was going to tie in with yeah, yeah. It has a lot of potential. I thought it was really cool. We should put a link to our presentation. Maybe we will. Presentation um, was really with, excellent. Worked with some great people. And uh, it was really fun. It was really fun. I don't you know, I don't know if it's going forward or the, the people who had the idea are going forward with it. But, but like, we did get 5,000 shares. That's just right. In case. Little, <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea what that means. We got shares of the company. And uh, we'll see. It was, it was fun to work on. But overall, Startup Weekend great events yeah we would even like to take the, i mean you could do this with so many different things nick and i were talking about um including yeah no so this is my idea is uh is uh, you do a startup weekend style event um based on in music with bands yeah, forming a band. based on making a band so on friday night 
musicians go up and say, I want to make a metal band. These are the bands I like, or I want to sound like. Um, maybe even play a little a song. Player. This is a number I came up with. I'm looking for a drummer or a keyboard player. Yep. Or like someone comes up, I play the banjo. Want to make a bluegrass band? Yeah. Love this style. You know, looking for a fiddle player and a string bass player. For two straight days, they just write a few songs. Make an album. Then you got a concert on Sunday night. You got a concert. You have albums and music to promote and sell. Oh, this is such a brilliant it's idea. It's a great actually. idea. It's great. It's such a good idea. I might put it in elevator pitches. Yeah, seriously. Okay. Well, that was our wrap-up on Startup Weekend. Great events. I'm sure we'll be going to one in the future. Check it out if there's ever one in your location. They just had one in Detroit. And yeah, they're all over the LA country. Also, at the same time, San Francisco. A great way to meet friends. Uh, babes. Babes, coworkers, anything. I don't know. It's, it's, it was fun. Okay. That's it for today. Yeah, stay tuned. We're going to be talking about more events. So uh, keep checking Hanson Startup.com.